Every week we like to present what we call a prophecy update. This is number 469 in that series. It goes back quite a ways. The Bible accurately portrays and foretells specific events in precise detail centuries before they occur. Approximately 2,500 prophecies in the Bible. 80% of those have been fulfilled to the letter with no errors. That leaves about 500 prophecies for the end times and we know they will be fulfilled as well. And since that's the case, you ought to be able to read the Bible and then see news and trends in the world that you would expect from your literal reading of the Bible. You might call them the signs of the times. Now, the majority of our updates seem to deal with what we commonly call the mark of the beast. Uh, in the book of the Revelation, you know that the Apostle John, while he was exiled on the island of Patmos, saw a future in which all commerce would be conducted by some personal identifier either on you or in you and it would be a worldwide global cashless system for many many centuries this was ridiculed as something uh, impossible and ridiculous or mythological uh, in the last 30 or so years ours is the generations that can see not only how this could happen but it's happening around us now I'm not saying that the particular technologies we report on are the mark of the beast they're certainly not but the technologies are in place that uh, will be necessary for those things to be fulfilled. So I found this article very interesting. Uh, we're still kind of dragging behind, but India, believe it or not, is taking the lead on some of this. The Washington Post published an article titled, What the U.S. Can Learn from India and Her Move Towards a Cashless Society. Here's some excerpts. A decade ago, India had a massive problem. Nearly half its people did not have any form of identification. In 2009, the government launched a massive project called Adhar to solve this problem by providing a digital identity to everyone based on an individual's fingerprints and retina scans. As of 2016, the program had issued 12-digit ID numbers to 1.1 billion people. This was the largest, most successful IT project in the world and created the foundation for a digital economy. India's next challenge was to provide everyone with a bank account. Its government sanctioned the opening of 11 institutions called payment banks, which can hold money, but don't do any lending. To motivate people to open accounts, it offered free life insurance with them and made them a channel for social welfare benefits. Within three years, more than 270 million bank accounts were opened with $10 billion in deposits. Then India launched its unified payment interface, a way for banks to transfer money directly to one another based on a single identifier, such as the Adhar number. India has just introduced another innovation called India Stack. This is a series of secured and connected systems that allow people to store and share personal data, such as addresses, bank statements, medical records, employment records, and tax filings, and it enables the digital signing of documents. The user controls what information is shared with whom, and electronic signature occurs through biometric authentication. Nobel Prize winning economist Joseph Stiglitz said at the World Economic Forum meeting in Switzerland that the United States should follow the lead of India in phasing out currency and moving towards a digital economy because it would have benefits that outweigh the cost. Now, you may be for this, you may be against it. I think you see it really doesn't matter because all of human society is moving towards a digital economy based on a single identifier. Uh, and they could roll something like this out overnight. 
Uh, I think you've seen some crazy things happen with banks like in Greece and places like that uh, where all of a sudden they have half of your money and all that. And so, uh, you know, it, it's definitely in the cards. Now, I'm not saying again that any of this is the mark of the beast. In fact, the mark of the beast is something that doesn't actually happen until midway through the future Great Tribulation. It is a specific event involving technology when the man we call the Antichrist steps forward and says, I want you to swear allegiance to me and if you don't, then I'm going to cut you off from this economic payment system and you won't be able to buy or sell anything. That's the mark of the beast, not the technology itself. And Jesus promised us and his disciples promised us in many places in the scripture, the church will not be here for any part of the great tribulation, certainly not the middle of it. Uh, because he's going to come and resurrect the dead in Christ and rapture living believers. And that's something that he said was imminent, could happen at any time. Uh, and so the world is moving towards the future that you read about in the Bible and we're headed home to be with Jesus Christ. So the real question is, are you ready for the rapture? If not, you need to get ready and stay ready and keep looking up because ready or not, Jesus is coming.